Hi, I'm JJ. And I'm Henry. Uh, Henry's very nervous. I am so nervous right now. Here's the thing. Uh, we have written a, uh, a Spider-Man comic book. It's coming out in September. It's a limited series. Uh, Sarah Pichelli, the wonderful artist, is working on this with us. She's a genius. Incredible. And um, we're really excited. There's a, a crazy new villain named Cadavers that uh, we can't wait for you to, for you to meet. But uh, in September, Marvel, been talking to them for a long time about this, so very excited to be doing it, and especially to be doing it with this gentleman. It's just so exciting. Uh, I can't believe it's happening. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. I don't know why I think. Well, because they're great. They're great. You're great. See you soon. Bye. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are we, we're not doing nicknames anymore? Uh, I'm Eli. The, I'm, I'm Leroy Mephisto's son-in-law. <laughs> I'm Eli the Teenage Witch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Most people get that Petey Weestar reference. But yeah, we are back with another episode. We missed last week. Uh, we had some stuff going on. Well, I had some stuff going on. Can I talk about the stuff I had going on? Am I allowed to? Talk about the stuff you had going on, man. Fuck it. I mean, I guess I can talk about the stuff I had going on, I guess. You went on vacation? I went on vacation. I finally had a vacation. I never take vacation, but I decided to take one. Uh, I'll even tell you where I went. I went to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, did three things this weekend I've never done before. And I, I oh, can yeah. talk about them. It's cool. <laughs> Nothing that's going to incriminate me or anything like that. I, one, took an Uber. Oh, never really? Did. You never took an Uber? Never took an Uber before. I never had to. I have a car. But I had to take an Uber to the is airport. Yeah, you gotta take an Uber to the airport because it because if I didn't, if I stayed the whole time, then I collect all these fees and stuff like that. You know, just leave it in a parking spot so you can take an Uber back and forth. You're okay. Oh yeah, there, yeah. there you go. Ah, a tip for you travelers: we get we give you all kind of information on comic book bullies. That's nothing to do with comic books. <laughs> uh, two. Oh, I went to an escape room. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. But most people don't know what an escape room is. An escape room: uh, you and a bunch of people go into a room. Uh, they lock the door behind you, and you have to find clues in order to get your way out of it. Pretty fun. Kind of reminded me of Resident Evil without the zombies and stuff, but, you know, pretty cool for, for them. How long did it take you? Oh, well, we didn't make it. They gave us an hour. We didn't make it within an hour. We oh, It was like two more clues left. We missed them. Oh. So, pretty cool thing. The <laughs> I, guy they had hosting it, I promise you, I think he really has bodies buried in the basement. They, that guy was too good <laughs> at his job. <laughs> uh, oh, and the third thing, I had falafel. So. Falafel. You never yeah. had a falafel? Yeah, I, I'm in Mississippi. We don't have a falafel, falafel place here. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I feel bad for you. No, no Dino Zeros over there. No. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, a Zero Gyro Hero. What? Whatever that was, I had that too. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Had that. So whatever that was, I ate that. So that was pretty cool. They served, they served those shits at Arby's, man. <laughs> Who eats at Arby's? <laughs> Hey, I got one right across the street. I just had some today. <laughs> like, unless somebody forced you to go to Arby's. That's it. We will not be endorsed hey, by Arby's. Don't fuck sorry. with them Apple turnovers, man. 
<laughs> okay, and the shake. Well, no, the shakes kind of suck there. But there's a good place, I think, down the street to have shakes. Oh, and the, and the fourth thing I did, not the first thing I did, but the fourth thing I did, uh, I, that went to the Comic-Con that was there. Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, so they had a pretty big, nice Comic-Con in Charlotte. I went there, I think it was called Hero Con, something like that. Oh, um, you know, had some people there, like the creative Stanley Shock was there, stuff like that. Oh, guess who was the big headliner that was there? Who's that? Uh, the big headliner there had a booth all to himself and a place all to himself was Neil Adams. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, make, he he gets around. He's been up here a few times. Has he? Yeah. Have you ever met him? Gets, yeah. yeah I, I've not personally. I mean, I've stalked him and took pictures of him without him knowing and shit. Okay, cool. He, I, I I have to say something about Neil Adams. I don't know. He's kind of an asshole. Can I say that? Uh, sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. Probably say because, like I said, he's a legend. We know everything that Neil Adams has done. Uh, Neil Adams done all kind of things, created all kind of people, done all kind of things in the industry. But when I got there, you know, everybody else was like real personable, you know, uh, like, you know, the guy that makes the Trio League stuff on Facebook, you know, that guy, he was there. Okay. Real personable. Uh, hey, shaking my artwork like that, shaking hands with everybody, being real polite. Neil Adams wouldn't talk to anybody. Arms <laughs> folded. Lean down in his chair. Arms like folding. Yes, Arms I, folding. I remember him holding. Oh, you saw the same thing. Okay, you saw the he same saw. thing I saw. <laughs> wouldn't talk to anybody. Wouldn't give you eye contact. Wouldn't acknowledge you with anything. And if you weren't getting anything paid for, getting anything signed, or getting anything bought from him, you were not going to approach him. He had handlers that would do all the selling for him. You know, people that were there for him. You know, they would walk around and, oh, he made Ra's Al Ghul. Oh, he turned a uh, Green Arrow sidekick into a heroin addict. You know, all this stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, that's cool, but can he tell me this stuff? You know, he wants me to buy his stuff. That's it. So he has armful the whole time. I think somebody did come over and finally get something to sign when I looked at it. He just went like, sign it. Get the fuck out of here. You know, that's it. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you, I guess you can't meet your heroes. And, you know, it's funny because I had other people with me that aren't really as deep into the comic stuff as I am. So they have no clue who the fuck Neil Adams is. So they just see just <laughs> yeah. this old asshole. And I keep telling them, well, he can afford to do that because he's Neil Adams. Like, so? He's Neil Adams. And? And then they kept saying. Who the fuck I, is I, Neil Adams? Right. He's like, they don't give a fuck who Neil Adams is. I'm just, I'm just throwing just random words at them. You know. But at the same time, well, if Stan Lee was here, he wouldn't do that. I'm like, eh, kind of got a point. I mean, Stan Lee Neil Adams too. Dear. Like, Stan Lee was a salesman. That was his thing. Neil Adams really isn't a salesman. He's not going to sell you on his personality. He's not that kind of guy. Doesn't he believe, like, the earth is hollow or some oh, weird shit? Oh, don't tell me. You're making it worse, Eli. You're making it worse. <laughs> I think he's one of the, yeah. Not a flat earther. He's not that bad. He thinks, like, the earth is... Like a hollow expand, it's like expanding like a balloon or some shit. I don't know. He's on it's some even weird. Worse than a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell, man? So here's my story oh, of Neil shit. Adams. I mean, like I said, I, I love Neil Adams, everything he's done, but I, I I regret meeting him. That's the thing. Oh, so you met him? I met him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get anywhere close to him because I wasn't allowed to get to him. Cause I wouldn't spend any money. <laughs> you oh, know? you didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing to him. You didn't I, say... I, I couldn't say anything in earshot. He didn't give me any eye contact. Oh, so you didn't really meet him. You, 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 then, that, then that's like saying I met him. I didn't say anything. I just saw him. Yeah, I didn't meet him. Yeah, I, I saw him, but I was like, you know, <laughs> close to him, like at least five feet away from him, like right there with him. Yeah. So I couldn't get close to him, you know. He charges mad. He's mad expensive, too. For yeah, he's shit. mad expensive. So, I mean, but at least all the stuff he's done, man. I mean, you look at anybody who don't know who Neil Adams is, Google Neil Adams, or maybe we'll one day do a Neil Adams show. I don't know. He's done a lot of stuff for comic books in general. Batman probably wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for him. Yeah, 
Like, and he got he got Schuster and uh, Siegel credit for Superman. Exactly. He tried to work on Bill Finger, but I think they didn't come like the long way after. But yeah, he's the one that helped creators get their rights, and that led to all kind of stuff later on. So, like I said, the, you can't take away the stuff Neil Adams has done to it. I'm just saying, as a person, he can be a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know, personable. I well, if you're at a con, I mean, yeah. If you're at a con. I mean, because you have to sell yourself also. Yeah. You just can't sell the book. Like, I walked by Christopher Priest, and he just, hey, man. Like, he called me. And I'm like, right. oh, shit, Christopher. <laughs> oh, shit, hey, Christopher Priest is here. <laughs> right. He didn't have, like, bodyguards and shit. Like, yeah, I made Black Panther sign this shit. You know, he wasn't like that, you know. Yeah, he chopped it up with me and everything. It was like a few of us that said just, he's just talking and shit. Yeah, so that's my own thing. So, yeah, um, still, I had fun. I had a fun weekend, but it was so busy that I didn't have a chance to record a podcast. So we completely missed our first episode since we started. So even think the last one, whatever. But, hey, we're back now. We're going to shake the rust off. We're going to get into the podcast. we got a lot of bullshit to talk about, even though the good shit that we missed on was last week. Oh, and before we get to it, uh, next week, everybody look out for us because we're also going to be uh, guesting on Comic Cast. Knock on wood. Because they're doing oh, yeah. their yeah. If I, if, I, if, if I ain't working, yeah. I'll, if I'll... I ain't working, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already committed. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll show up there, you know. And we neither one of us show up, so so just yeah, two. Or else I'll be dri- I'll be. I could drive around on my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so whatever I want everybody to do, listen to the comic cast next week, and we may or may not show up. Because like I said, it's a live <laughs> episode, so you never know what might happen. So yeah, they, they'll just they'll end up just saying we we got scared because we were aren't we supposed to like wrestle them or some shit? Oh yeah yeah yeah, like one of us has to be kicked off the internet or something like that if we lose. So some we got to ca- start the cage cage match and shit. Yeah, yeah. I just want to do old classic yeah. tables, ladders, and chairs match. You know the old TLC kind. That's my thing. You know they want to do an yeah. Alabama street brawl or whatever. I don't know. So yeah, we'll be we'll be like the Dudley Boys and shit. <laughs> exactly like old school ECW. You know. Uh, so yeah, uh, Eli, how'd your week go last week? Uh, I, I was fine. Okay. Yeah, I was I was ready to do it, and then uh, yeah, because there was a bunch of good books last week. So I a was bunch of good like, books. I looked at all the books. I was like, oh damn, I want to talk about this one. Talk about that. Like, nope, that was last week. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, and then we didn't end up doing it. So I don't remember what I actually did. Did I play? Was it last week? Did I have a show? Or was it the week before? I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I had a fine I week and shit. Like I'm I was just running off at the mouth like, what? enough about me. How about you? No. I'm watching a bunch of. I started watching Cobra Kai on YouTube, and I went and marathoned all the all three Karate Kid movies and shit. There was four of them. Was it four of them? <laughs> I never saw the fourth one with Hillary Swank. I never saw that one. Okay, I think that was pretty good. I, I, I watched. All, I never saw it, but uh, I watched all the the first three movies because this. Cobra Kai show references all the movies, like like oh, gets really deep into Cobra that lore. lore. Okay. Yeah, the whole yeah the whole mythology of the Karate Kid and shit. You know? <laughs> but I noticed something watching these movies, watching the Karate Kid movies this time around. He's like a pussy in every movie. He like was he, always he a does pussy awesome in every shit. movie. I noticed that shit then. Yeah. yeah, he also he does awesome shit at the end, but then in the next movie he's a bitch again. Like he, you know, he's the karate champion and shit. Right. Part two, he a, a scared bitch again, and then part <laughs> three, he's a he ends up fighting to the death in Okinawa and shit. Right. You know, and then part three comes along, he's a whiny bitch again. 
Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you don't take any of this <laughs> against shit. Against some jock. Yeah, he fought to the death against uh, 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 the, the, the guy was training the military in Okinawa. He fought to the death with this guy. And then in the third movie, he's scared of this jock douchebag. Like, <laughs> I mean, but that was kind of the thing. Like, come on, Daniel, son. Right, but that was the kind of thing in the 80s and the 90s also where they, when they make a sequel, they just kind of just retell the same story over and over again just with, you know, better special effects and stuff like that and Honestly, Karate Kid really isn't even watching first the first one. That's me. That's me personally. Because I didn't make any sense why he was going yeah, to Japan it, and doing all this bullshit. You know? Yeah, watching the second. Like, I remember not, I mean, I, I liked the second one as a kid. But this go around, holy shit, it's boring. Yeah. It's just part like, two. Yeah, it's like there's yeah. nothing else to tell with him. It's like the, his story is complete. Just, it's really slow. Nothing happens forever. The fight scenes suck. Uh, it's yeah that that I almost fell asleep yeah. watching Karate Kid. Now the Saturday morning cartoon was pretty awesome. I don't think I, I watched think it. I remember Yagi, the toys. Yeah, because it was like magic and shit going on there. They like hop, hop from hop from different countries looking for this magic orb or some shit. Miss Miyagi was always doing kung fu on people and shit. And I was like, I think he threw a fireball like Ken Ryu on there one time. I can't remember. The show was awesome. Well, I might be confused with Jackie Chan. <laughs> I don't know one of those. Anyway, Jackie Chan had a. He had a cartoon also. So did Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris' cartoon was fucking Chuck awesome. Chuck Norris' Karate Commandos. And, uh, yeah, the Karate Commandos, <laughs> and they had all those strikes. The toys were awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, was, Super Ninja. Yeah, had they had, like, guns and shit. It was just a G.I. Joe ripoff. I mean, we, we know what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyway, we rambled on long enough. Uh, can we get to the podcast? Do it. Okay, we've, we've shaken the rust off long enough. We can jump into this bad boy now. Okay, so like I said, the next, for those listening now, this is the part where we actually talk about the box office numbers. And the uh, number one box office of the week is, Eli, give it to me. You know what? I have no idea. Honestly, <laughs> I had no idea until I looked it off. So it's, I, it's, up, it's up in the air now. I didn't see it. It's up in the air. I'll give it to you. Okay, so the and his, this was like like a runaway. Like it did $100 million, uh first weekend. Uh, Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. That I, that's out now. I thought it was out last week, but okay. Uh, maybe. Damn, did it do another hundred million? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe this thing is running. It's, it's, it's Toy Story. It's gonna make money. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Oh, uh, let's see what else we have. Number two, we have Child's Play. Eli, I know you saw that. I didn't see it yet, man. I got my my. Uh, it's just me and my kid. I, I need a sitter, man. You you just. It's just me and my kid here. Okay. I know, man. I wanted to see it. <laughs> let me let me ask you, let me ask you, like I said I, like I said you you're my horror guy you are my go to guy yes so I know you you've seen the first Chucky and the first Child Play and all the stuff like that and I was a little bit too yeah. young to remember it but let me ask you this was the Chucky movie supposed to be scary or were they funny or a parody or tongue in cheek or what were they supposed to be I had a blast especially the first one I saw the first one when I was like. 14 or something yeah and i had a blast with that first one even the second the second the first two were i were, were the first one's awesome second one was i third one was shitty okay. and by the time they got to like bride the chucky and that, then they were just stupid yeah then he just turned like parodies <laughs> and then i really like i was just wondering like it's, it's, it's a doll like like i i thought the movies were supposed to be scary until i was watching with my aunt you know when the first time we watched uh, chucky and then she just yelled yelled at the screen just kick the damn doll you know and I was like, why don't they kick the damn dog? I'm like, I can't take Chucky seriously. He's just slashing at your ankles and knees and shit like that. You're like, somebody just throw him away. So I could never take the movie seriously, even though they tried to come off as serious. But like the Bride of Chucky and the Seed of Chucky and the Dog of Chucky and all stuff like that, 
they were a little they were funnier so like okay i could watch this shit you know but even they went completely downhill after a while so yeah i don't know yeah i mean i i was i mean i was all in the horse i nothing really scared me you know yeah uh i mean i wasn't scared of that shit i mean only fucked up shit scares me crazy people like insane people scare me i don't get scared of like monsters or ghosts and shit this is not real you gotta, you gotta have that relatability you know yeah okay I yeah movies are like yeah like yeah because now they rebooted chucky and now he's like ultron or some shit or like an evil alexa or something you know just you know that's know. what i heard i heard yeah he's like got some yeah he's he's part of the the cloud yeah Which <laughs> he's like skynet or whatever. I, can, I can see that working but i don't know we'll, we'll see uh, number three, we have Aladdin still hanging in there. Uh, number four, oh, yeah. Men in Black International. Uh, Eli's oh, nice. yeah, that's it's not gonna make. It. I don't think it made it uh, number week last week either. That's that's what happened when Will Smith dropped out of these movies. You saying it's, it's, yeah, I I know, uh, and he's not even in it. I'm still ain't gonna see it. Right, I mean, if he was in, <laughs> I might have seen it. You know, it's like Independence Day all over again. They dropped them off. The next movie sucked. So I don't know. Maybe Thor just didn't have it outside the Marvel movies. Uh, what else we have? The number five, The Secret Life of Pets two, number six, Rocket Man. Uh, number seven, oh, yeah. we have John Wick Chapter three, Parabellum. Hell is a Parabellum. I'll Google it later on. Okay. Uh, uh number yeah, eight. I didn't know. It. I, it's, it's obviously got to be a thing, but they never even said it in the movie. Like it's uh, the fuck, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I knew what the hell it was, but I, yeah, I'll have to look it up. Okay, we're not smart. <laughs> we'll Google this yeah. shit later on. Uh, number eight, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Uh, number nine, we have Dark Phoenix. I saw that. I will talk about that in a second. And number ten, <laughs> Shaft. I did not see that. I had to fight to see Dark Phoenix because if I didn't, I was going to see Shaft. And I'm like, I'm not watching that shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, oh, Parabellum is a gun. What? That's right. It's a gun. It's a, it's gun. a gun. Okay. Yeah, it's a semi-automatic gun. Did he shoot a Parabellum in the movie? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it looks like it looks like a Luger, one of those German guns. He probably didn't even shoot the gun mm. in the movie. It's, I don't know. Still a German movie. Luger. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering. That's all. Uh, and I feel like we'll talk about Keanu Reeves later on in the movie. Also, I mean, in the podcast also. But before that, I want to talk about Dark Phoenix. Now, Eli, <laughs> I remember your podcast <laughs> from two weeks ago. Your your review that you gave of it. I pretty much agree with everything you said. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it was it was a it was a good movie. Everybody wants to trash the movie, make it seem like it is the worst movie ever made. There's this abomination. It should be you know, you know, wiped off the place of the planet and wiped off existence and shouldn't be talked about again. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it's not the worst. Yeah. It's not to me. It's not even the worst X Men movie. Yeah, like, that were It's just movies. the internet trying to yeah yeah. It's just the internet trying to identify with their comments. They got to live by their comments. So right, and, know, and, and I do think inter- there's a lot of the internet, internet is yeah. And you you know I see it just like you see it also, Eli. It's a lot of internet groupthink. You know, if people say this, yeah. then people will automatically say that because that's just a popular opinion, whether they agree with it or this not. This movie's a piece of shit. And then that's it. Yeah. And they never. So now they it. gotta live by that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they gotta live by that. You know, some bullshit like that. <laughs> like, come on. Sometimes you gotta think for yourself in these movies. So I'm sitting there watching the movie, waiting for it to get, just turn to complete dog shit. I'm just like, it's like, okay. I liked it. It wasn't bad. Like the first two acts were pretty good, and I, I thought the third act was actually really good. It was like really entertaining. I thought the train sequence, me personally, yeah. Oh, uh, like the said, acting was atrocious. Yeah. Like, it's a so their so their so their phone can auto correct atrocious. So they all they have to type is at right. R. And- <laughs> <laughs> the editing, you know, like shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, yeah. you know, the pacing was wrong. 
Like, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what you're talking about. So, like I said, the movie was fine. Uh, like I said, you watch a Dark Phoenix movie, you don't, you do want to see some epic bullshit. But I already knew I wasn't gonna get any epic shit. I was just like, I just want to just watch a movie. And honestly, I liked it better than Last Stand because Last Stand was juggling like four or five different X Men comic book plots all in one movie, and it's like, what the fuck's going on here? This was streamlined. We're just gonna take Dark Phoenix. We're just gonna tell the Dark Phoenix story. I can deal with that. Yeah. You know, you knew everything that was going on. Uh. The one actor that I didn't like to kill her off, so I'm like, cool with that, you know. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say. Like I said, it's really not that much to talk <laughs> about. It's not like I'm not going to defend yeah. the movie. I'm just saying it's okay. If it's on HBO, I watch yeah. it. You know. Yeah, it was fine. Like, it wasn't that bad, you know. Honestly, and I don't even like the X-Men. I, yeah, yeah, you don't even like the X-Men. And, and the thing is, I thought it was better than Apocalypse. I thought Apocalypse so was did everybody should have shit on. But everybody just gave Apocalypse yeah. a pass and didn't talk about it. Like, I, I think Apocalypse is worse than Last Stand. Me personally. Like, yeah, at least Apocalypse the Last Stand was, had yeah. memorable moments I can think of that happened. Like, Magneto with the brand, with the train sequence. Or at least just, you know, Kelsey Grandma with Beast. Apocalypse, all I can remember is just that shitty looking Apocalypse. That's it, you know. Maybe Olivia Munn. Running <laughs> and just the long, drawn out end and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, she shit. didn't do nothing either. I mean, but she, she wore leather. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, I give a pass. I, I, yeah, that was so the thing. <laughs> Other fuck than that, that yeah, yeah, I can like give you fuck this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but like I said, I went in there. My standards were low, and they met my standards, my requirements. So that's pretty much yeah. what I'm saying about that. Um, pretty much same here. I mean, I didn't really think much. So, so. yeah, I mean, you could say it could have been better. Like every movie could be better, you know. But was I entertained yeah. when I watched it? It was cool. Got my money's worth. Oh, uh, what was we going to talk about? Oh, what is number 13? I know I'm jumping around, but what is number 13? Number 13 is Avengers Endgame. Now, why are we going to talk about Avengers oh, Endgame? Oh, okay. Let's just jump into this bad boy, see what we got. The reason we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Now, right now, Avengers Endgame is currently at $2,749,000,000. Uh, Avatar, I think, is like that much in like 88 million. So I think it's like less than 40 million away beating Avatar. But the thing is, like I said, it's already dropped out of the top 10. So look, it's look like it's slipping down. If they keep going at the pace they're going, they're not going to beat Avatar. Or if they do, it'll probably be like Christmas time or some shit like that. But they can't do that because other movies need to take that spot. You know, uh, whatever Rock movie has coming out, Rock and Jason Statham, Fast and the Furious, whatever like that, they need a spot. So Spider-Man needs a spot. Movies are coming out. They just can't just have a Avengers Endgame just stuck in there the whole time. So Kevin Feige, the genius he is, decided to re-release the movie. And he's going to re-release it with additional footage. And he's going to be released in additional footage next week. So everybody's going crazy mm-hmm. over it. Everybody's like, oh, well, I got to go see it. I got to go see what's going on. Uh, additional footage. What is it going to be? Is it going to be Ant-Man going in Thanos' ass like we wanted the first time? Maybe. <laughs> the only way to do it is find out and go see it, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be next week. And Eli, what do you think? Are, are you going to go see Endgame again? Endgame or Spider-Man? I'll probably go see Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Right, right. I mean, but oh, Spider-Man. oh wait, Spider-Man's the week after. Spider-Man's the week after, right. Oh. So uh, I'm just trying well, to see if it, 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 it depends. Maybe. I'll see. I mean, I, I planned on seeing Endgame one more time before it leaves theaters. Um, maybe I will check it out. I don't know. My thing is I'm kind of up in the air whether or not I want to see it again. Now, if they re-release it in IMAX, no question. I'd go see it again. But I already checked the IMAX theaters. They're not bringing in IMAX anytime soon. So I'm like, eh, that kind of deflates my, you know, uh, expectations for it. Yeah. Watching again, I may watch again. I don't know. Like, if I have nothing to do and I got a little bit of spare money in my hand to just blow, maybe. 
But it's not like, like oh, I just got to go see it. Because I already looked at it. It's six minutes. Six minutes after credit scenes. Not like, it's not like the Russo cut. You know, the version that they really wanted. <laughs> you know. So it's, it's just an after credit scene? It's just an after credit scene. That's all. It's six minutes after credit scene, so who knows what it is. Maybe just be talking or like a six-minute Stan Lee came or something like that. But the point is, whatever it is will be leaked on the internet the next day. That's how these things are. Uh, that is true. Yeah. yeah like the, true. the whole fucking movie game was released on the internet the next day. <laughs> they got the whole scene, the whole ending battle, like, uploaded on Facebook. Yeah, 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 you can just watch the shit. Like, no, it was like that, like yeah. the the weekend of Endgame. So, like, if you look for it now, you could easily find this shit in, like HD quality. So, yeah, I, I've watched yeah. It. I mean, they got like the the, the crowd reactions and shit. Or, right, and the thing crowd. is, I've watched it on Facebook so much it makes me not want to watch the movie, watch it in the theaters again. I'm like, why? I've seen it on Facebook so many times, I remember everything that happened. <laughs> it's like I, I feel mm-hmm. like I already own it on on Blu-ray or something, you know? So. That's my thing. Eh, I may or may not. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Eli, what else on the plate? What else we got? Because you didn't see any movies. I didn't see any movies. I guess next we can go with... Uh, let's go. With, let's stick with Marvel. Let's stick with Marvel. Stick with Marvel. Okay. And let's stick with Netflix. Okay. Good. We're going to go with Netflix. We're going to go with Jessica Jones. And here's the thing about Jessica Jones. Season 3 came up last week. Like I said, we get a chance to talk about it last week. Uh, I've, I've watched most of the series, uh, watched most of the season. And the thing is, they don't even say season three when you go on Netflix. They just say complete series. Like, they want you to know mm-hmm. this shit has been canceled. <laughs> yeah. This shit is done. <laughs> and so, overall, like I said, I know you, you what you say, Eli, you're on I- I- episode seven or something? Episode seven or eight, yeah. I watched so, about half, the, half of it so far. Okay. Yeah. Overall, I'll I tell you this the season ain't exactly how you think it's going to end. If you at the part where you think I'm ever now, and as far as me, I think it's a pretty good season. It's, it's I'm cool. liking it. I like Jessica Jones. I mean, I like her character. She yeah, might be my favorite Defenders yeah. Netflix character. Like her yeah. shows might not be the best, but her as a character, just yeah. because she's the most complex. You know. Yeah, she. I mean, yeah. The the seasons. I mean, they're all they all have their ups and downs because they're all long and get drawn out a little bit. But I like her. I like her as a character. I've always liked her as a character. You know? Yeah, even in she's the she's movie, the coolest. She's she, the hardest one. Right. She's even not, she this movie, she around. stuck out. Like, okay, I want to see what she does and she says and yeah. this, you know, she stuck out. So she's the only one who doesn't whine like a bitch. All the other motherfuckers are all bitches. Right. You know, and she Daredevil, Luke Cage, they're all whine like fucking Luke Cage and Daredevil getting all this pussy, and they're all fucking whining her around all the time. She right. just like doesn't give a shit. She just like kicks ass and. You know, gets drunk and, and <laughs> yeah, gets laid and doesn't give a fucking shit. Right, that's, that's her arc, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Like, I like her, you know. Okay, and that's how it should be. So, like I said, I like the season so far. Uh, I've been scared to watch it. Like I said, it's been out since last week. But I didn't really want to watch it because the thing is, I know that when I watch it, that's it. There's no more Jessica Jones. There's no more Netflix. There's no more Defenders Marvel's Netflix. It was like this is the I last suppose. this is the last chip in the in the potato potato bag. You eat it, that's I it. Guess, I mean if I choose to, I could go back and watch Iron Fist and uh it's too late to turn back now. Oh, the second season of Punisher the second season of Punisher I never finished. Uh, <laughs> you you <you'd> be okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, you know. Like, and, and this thing, like I said, know, like, like even, I agree with you that I well I know you didn't say it, but I was gonna agree with you that the Netflix shows overall weren't really that good. There was a few standouts here yeah. and there, but if you combine them all and we just look at the whole thing, they were 
like most of them probably when they go somewhere like average some were like eh, i don't really watch this shit some were way too long i like some of them should have been mm-hmm. just 10 episodes just been done within their set this 13 episodes kind of just drug on and you could tell they were padding and filling in shit and you know whatever just adding in bonus shit that no one really cared about and these long ass episodes with these boring ass characters like okay when we watch iron fist you want to watch iron fist not his stepbrother the meachums and have that two episode arc or whatever the fuck they're doing you know so that's my yeah point. yeah i mean I, like the only the only show that i'll watch repeatedly or like that i've gone back and watched is like luke cage season two like a couple episodes i'll watch there and then the first daredevil season you know right. and that's really the only memorable ones you know what i mean and so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm that, not really, yeah, I, but at the same time, it still gave me something to watch. I feel like it was must watch. Okay, these shows are coming on. I may not, I may fall asleep during the middle of watching them and stuff like that. But it's just cool that you know I have something to anticipate. I don't have nothing to anticipate. You know. Yeah. But, and it was nice that they were a little hard edged and you know a little bit more violent than what we're used to seeing from Marvel. You know, right. that was kind of cool. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean. It just, yeah, they, they, they yeah, I, I, for me, I, I just wished they did have more action and more, like, a bit more spectacle. You know what I mean? Right. I, that, that was my thing. Like I said, the so, show, they could have been better. You know, we can keep yeah. saying it all day. But, uh, yeah, we can move past that like that. Yeah, you, you get to that end of Jessica Jones, you'll like it. You'll like it. It, it was a pretty yeah. fulfilling season, you know, whatever. Uh, what else we got? Oh, let's stick with Marvel. Because this was actually the big news that was going on all week. So apparently, Marvel had been releasing this thing with Spider-Man that was going down. So each day, they start off with the four in webs, you know. And everybody got excited. They thought, like, oh, four. What does four have to do with Spider-Man? And then even whoever the head of Joe Quesada, whoever the head of uh, Marvel came out and saying, no, it's nothing to do with Spider-Man team of the Fantastic Four. Or does it, you know. Or it has nothing to do yeah. with the movie adaptation of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. I'm like, wait, that's a thing? Like, well, shit, I didn't know that existed, but if you got that, give me that. You know, but it's nothing to do with that. <laughs> so each day they kept counting down to four, three, two, one, and then what we end up getting is a joint collaboration, and I, I have quotation marks for collaboration, with J.J. Abrams, you know, the the Star Wars, the savior of Star Wars, J.J. Abrams, uh, with his son, Henry, I don't want to fuck his son, Henry. And apparently they're supposed to be collaborating on a new Spider-Man comic. I can't remember the name of the book. It's Spider-Man something something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the poster of it. It's like Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Bad Robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a better title than whatever the hell they came up with. Uh, <laughs> and the funny thing about it, they even like you can see is the cover is Spider-Man and Mary Jane. And you can see like the, the bad guy behind them. The, the name of the bad guy is Cadaverous or some bullshit. But he has like lens flares on his eyes. I'm like, oh, that's that's clever, JJ. That's clever. So, uh, Eli, we know what this is. We know what this is. It's not a collaboration. Mm-hmm. JJ got his son a job at Marvel. That's what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. And he's using him, yeah. his dad, you know, to sell sell books and to sell his name on it. Because if he just was just there, Henry Abrams just writing a book and nobody saw what he looked like and nobody knew who he was, we would not give a fuck. But because no. he has his dad front and center, you know, selling this book for him. Now this book will sell and he becomes a commodity. He becomes a gimmick hire. And 
Is it is it, is it gonna sell though? Will it? Will it sell? It'll sell. Because personally, better. I didn't. It'll 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 sell. It'll it'll sell. Is it gonna be you know Black Panther number one or some shit like that? Probably not. You know, but it'll it'll sell better than whatever book he would have came out with. It, will the book suck? That's the thing. It probably will. Because War of the Realms. I don't even think it's gonna be War of the Realms. <laughs> to be honest with you, if it's War of the Realms, <laughs> I would be I would be impressed. Like <laughs> Leviathan, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like okay, if he does a Leviathan level Spider Man, I'm like like I wouldn't even expect him to do that. Like my expectations are like really, really low. My expectations are the Dark Phoenix level for him, <laughs> you know. And so because we already know he's just using his dad to help him sell books. This is nepotism yeah. at its finest. Like he yeah. has a dream job because of his daddy. That's why. Like of course. I mean, Eli, why, why, why can't we have rich daddies? You know that that direct Star Wars movies. You know, we can have a dream job too. You know. Yeah, like I, I yeah, I mean, I, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, another overprivileged asshole is doing something everybody else wants to do. Right. Like, what, what else is fucking new? <laughs> I know, man, but I get sick of seeing this shit all the time, man, because they do this shit, they crap out half-ass shit, and then they usually do something fucked up to get them kicked out of the business anyway. Because here's what's happening. And it's I'm gonna not, be like Max Landis. I was and just shit. about to say Max fucking Landis. <laughs> it's the same fucking shit. It's the same shit. You take this uh, uh, over this privileged kid, you know, that has a famous daddy that's a movie director. He thinks that he can break into Hollywood by sneaking his way through comic books because now they're starting to realize the comic books are kind of like the mailroom of Hollywood. You know, make a name there. You get a screen thing, whatever, like that. Yeah, you never had such relations before, so you end up getting into some fucked up situation with Me Too, and then you get kicked out of Hollywood. It all happens again. This kid has Me Too oh, written all over. Write shitty shit. Right. What has Max Landis done that's good? Well, okay, okay, okay. He did write a Superman story I like. Oh, and he did do the best, you know, Return of Superman uh, synopsis on YouTube. That was actually pretty good. That was when I didn't even know who he was. I was like, hey, this guy knows how to tell a story. Then I realized he was an asshole. Oh, did I tell you I, ever got, in, I got into it with him on Twitter? I got into a t- Twitter fight with him one time. I, I believe, but yeah. I think I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because I just like telling it. Because <laughs> fuck Mac Landis. Okay, so, I mean, because he went on this rant because one thing they always saying, like, he's sexist and he always doing this shit with fucked up women. And he's the one that made that Sarah, Mary Sue thing about, you know, Ray on Star Wars. Like, he was Ray, gotta, yeah. you know, oh, she's tropey and stuff like that. So I you know, asked him, I'm like, so what about, you know, and I just ran up maybe... I don't know, Spider-Man on Civil War, you know, some bullshit like that. Because he followed all the Mary Sue tropes, he followed it also. You know, he can't be hurt, he's the mentor's pet, you know, he's our see-through character, he's young, you know, I don't like, so is Spider-Man and Mary Sue? You know, like, and then he, he didn't even attack me. He got his, like, underlings or his goons to attack me on Twitter. You know, so they start jumping on me like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't even know what the fuck a, a Mary Sue is. And, and then he's just going to chime in and like, look a load of this guy. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm like, oh, okay, Blake, Max Landis. Your day is coming. <laughs> and guess what, Eli? His day has come. We have won. <laughs> so, yeah, so fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, what were I talking about? Oh, yeah. Back to Henry Abrams. <laughs> Future Me Too victim. <laughs> So, like I said, this thing, the whole thing has happened over again because these kids are starting to realize that comic books are the way to break into Hollywood. So all they're doing, they're not trying to write a comic book. They're trying to write a screenplay. That's what the fuck they're doing. But they can't break into Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're just breaking into the lower levels first. So, and it's just making comic books just shitty and shitty because anybody can just jump in and just write this shit. You know, 
How many more? Yeah. And, and Marvel is really bad with shit because it seems like all they do is just hire gimmick uh, gimmick hires. I know you yeah. didn't want to talk about this, Eli. We're gonna talk about it. Can we talk about Tennessee Colts? Sure. Okay, let's talk about him. I mean, he did some great shit this weekend. You know, he's fighting for my reparations. He's trying to get me a forty acre mule. So I hate the shit I'm about to say about him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's he's a gimmick hire. It's just what that's just what he is. He's hired not because he's famous or anything. I mean, he's not hired not because of you know his credentials in the comic book world. He's hired because he's a name. You know. Because yeah. he's this big celebrity, and if you're making a Black Panther book, you want your Black Panther book to sell. You get, you go and grab the wokest guy in America you can find and stick him on there. Like, and then Marvel can say, "Hey, we're woke. The books suck, but we're woke." You know. Yeah. So that's all that's going on, man. It, it's it, the comic industry is turning into the music industry. You want to know why music sucks so bad? That's the reason it sucks so bad because they're not finding the best artists and they're finding the most talented artists. They're finding the, the people they can market the best. They're finding people with the, the, the most Instagram followers and stuff like that. That's how Cardi B yeah. is so big right now because she was on some fucking reality show. So they're like, okay, mm-hmm. just have somebody else write a lyrics and just do whatever the fuck ever, you know. And that's what the comic industry is turning into. They're trying to find any crazy gimmick they can to make anything sell. Yes, this Spider-Man yeah. book is going to sell better than, uh, you know, somebody else making a book just because of who this kid's daddy's name, you know. And that's the shit that just irritates me about that. That just Yeah, I, I, like you said, you know, I know you said it, that the shit happens all the time. We should be desensitized from it. But, no, I'm going I'm to call it out every time it happens. Because <laughs> people need to understand yeah. that this shit happens way too much. And I, I think for me... It's like when they were teasing the Spider-Man thing. My first reaction was another Spider-Man book. I mean, you say <laughs> like right from the get-go, <laughs> right from the get-go, I didn't give a shit. Like another I mean, Spider-Man they'll book, make, really? They'll make five different Batman books a week, so. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man and I still only read two of them. Only just read. <laughs> right, just, just whatever Scott Snyder put now. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, this is just like yeah, a, a, a famous filmmaker's son, you know putting out mediocre crap hey solo solo was written by kasdan and I son was, i was thinking about solo the whole time <laughs> it happened but at the same time yeah. they marketed as the original casting oh it's written by him they didn't say his son <laughs> like casting and son it was all his yeah. son and because of his fucking son he got the more lord and miller fired yeah, because they wouldn't follow and tweet, his and puts out a tweet about, oh, well, this movie could have been cool because I was planning on doing all this shit in this movie that you didn't see. Right. <laughs> like I said, we're going to keep going. Release the Lord and Miller cut. Make that yeah, no hashtag. Shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Because also, what did Lord and Miller do when they get fired from Solo? Go and make the greatest Spider-Man fucking cartoon ever. Yeah, no shit. Win Oscars and shit. Yeah, Oscar winning, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? So this is what they're doing. These kids are coming in and fucking up the industry. But, I don't know. Start him on something small. If he was doing some bullshit nobody cared about, like Moon Knight or something like that, I wouldn't care. You know? Maybe yeah. I shouldn't care about this. Maybe squirrel I, Girl. Give him a Squirrel Girl book. Squirrel. Yeah, do that shit. You know? <laughs> give him an Inhumans yeah. book. Give him an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. book or some shit. Let him write that shit. Move on. <laughs> Yeah. Like when what's his name? Brian Posehn was writing uh, Dead Deadpool. Yeah, you know, he did a Deadpool run and shit. No, eh. something, you know. <laughs> so 
Give, give, give these guys those books. Man, don't start them off with something high profile. Make them work their way up. We'll see. Now, like I said, we've never read anything that Henry Abrams has done. Maybe he'll write the greatest Spider-Man book I've ever ever made. You know, maybe this should be maybe. Awesome. Maybe if that happens, I will eat my words. I will eat another cheeseburger on YouTube if it books <laughs> off. Why do you like not like cheeseburgers? I love cheeseburgers. I ate one this morning. <laughs> so why well, you act like that's a punishment? Because <laughs> yeah, I just like. If I lose bed. this bet, I'm gonna eat a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'll bet you. I'll bet you a. Like I'll bet you a blowjob. <laughs> if I lose, I get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, if I'm going to make a bet for myself, of course, I'm not going to do anything fucked up. Yeah, I'm going to make it awesome. So, uh, yeah, what is we talking about? Yeah, uh, his his kid, JJ and son, whatever, when that book comes out, we'll see. Uh, can we move to D.C.? Sure. Yeah, let's move to D.C. Okay, so D.C., we have uh, the season two premiere of Krypton. Now, Eli, last year we talked about, I think we talked about this. I think we talked about this, like, on the very first episode of Comic Book Bullies. Oh, like, yeah, I only watched the first episode. The first episode. Eli, I take back everything I said. This show was fucking awesome. Okay. Like, the, the twists and turns and stuff they made, it, it's fucking awesome. I don't know how much they took from Superman lore or how much they added on their own. This shit is fucking crazy. Like, uh, Brainiac is trying to destroy Krypton ahead of time. Uh, General Zod has came back from the past into regular Krypton, and he's taken over Krypton. And it turns out that somehow he's the illegitimate son of Superman's grand granddaddy. So he's like Superman's first cousin, second removed, or second cousin, twice removed, or how does that work? God damn, this is this is like some dynasty, some Dallas <laughs> <Right>. shit. <laughs> it's some weird shit, man. It's all kind of fucked up shit. And he's just got kids popping out left and right. Like I said, Zod, one of his kids. He got another kid with another uh, girl. Jorel hasn't even been born yet, so he's just popping out kids just left and right. You know, grand Superman granddaddy got around. You know, uh, Damn, I think in well, one of the early stories, yeah, because you know, Zoom Doomsday is on Krypton, so they're like, we gotta because they got another Adam Strange time travel. Also, he was like, well, y'all don't know this crazy ass monster that's buried here, nobody knows about, but he gets a free eventually called Doomsday. We need to set him loose, go fight Brainiac, and do some wild shit. And and Lobo pops up all of a sudden at the next episode, and he's trying to bounty hunter. All kind of fucked up shit is going on in this show, man. I'm, I'm loving this show right now. I'm kind of switching. So did Lobo go back in time too? Is that what that no, is? No, Lobo's just there. Lobo how old is Lobo? How, how old Lobo is like a thousand years old? Some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody on in this show is like a thousand years old. So Lobo's just around, you know. So he just pops up and just collects some bounty and just drags him somewhere and that's it. General Zod, he does the new... Oh, all the Zods are black. I love this shit. <laughs> Uh, General Zai. <laughs> okay, remember Punisher? Punisher Warzone, the dude, you Krispy Kreme motherfuckers? He's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's General Zai. Okay. So when he does the whole kneel before Zai thing for everybody, I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, okay, they really leaning into this shit, you know? Oh, man. I'm loving the show, to be honest with you. Uh, only thing is, it's on sci fi. They gave me the first episode free. I actually watched the first episode on DC Universe. So it's already on. DC yeah, Universe. I see it popping up on there whenever I watch Swamp Thing. I see mm-hmm. it yeah, like up. they had the whole first season of uh, Krypton on there. But season two, if episode one 
it's on there right now, but it says it's going to be on there like until next week, and they're going to take it down. But that's why I watched it. So I was like, okay, yeah. cool. I got I finally got caught up. But yeah, the shit, the shit gets crazy, man. Um, what are going to talk about? Yeah, that's it. Did you watch the new Swamp thing? I did watch the new Swamp thing. Uh, some what some other stuff popped up. Yeah, this episode you talking about like the like the zombie virus going around infecting people and shit. Yeah, awesome episode. Love yeah, that dude. Episode. Stuck his fucking he stuck his hand down. The I was like, this shit disposal. is creepy as fuck, man. And he like <laughs> like he saw the snake with his arm and he started stabbing himself to try to get the snake off, but it was no snake. I was like, damn, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and so that's cool shit. Yeah, and then the next episode of Swamp Thing, uh, apparently Phantom Strange is gonna show up. So like, oh, they got all kind of Just League Dark people showing up on the show, and I was like. Damn it! How you? How the show's like getting better and better, man. How you gonna cancel after this? I know it's it's gonna make it's. I'm gonna be bummed out when I get done with it. I'm like, yeah, because I'm thinking this show is like gonna yeah. like lose steams, like they like didn't know what the fuck they were going. Like each episode, like getting better. It's yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What else I'll talk about? Hold on, let me see. What else. I think we're done with the DC stuff. Yeah, we're done with, for now. We're done with the DC stuff for now. Uh, let's move into the to the video game section. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. Yeah, we're gonna move to the video game section now. So the video game section, really nothing to talk about. Uh, we talked about well, we didn't talk about E3 because I completely missed all that stuff. Bunch of video games coming out, so I need to know. Uh, I didn't talk about Final Fantasy VII. Now, Eli, did you ever play the first Final? Well, the Final Fantasy VII that came out like in 1997. No, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. No, no. They're they're an yeah. acquired taste. Back then, it was all we had. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about it to me, the Final Fantasy franchise was killed. By another franchise, and that franchise was Star Wars. Right, let me explain. Oh, yeah? Let me explain. Okay, so Final Fantasy, you know, you had the. If you're not familiar with the gameplay mechanics, it's basically turn based. I hit you, you got to wait for you to hit me back. I hit you back, you know, you go back and forth like that. So, BioWare, who's a company that made Mass Effect and all stuff like that, they made Nice of the Old Republic. But they made Nice of the Old Republic as a role playing game, kind of based on the game mechanics of you know, uh, Final Fantasy. But in that game, you could move all around, use your weapons. It was real-time combat, stuff like that. But it still had that back-and-forth strategy combat situation like Final Fantasy where the moves kind of mimic Final Fantasy also where, you know, the guy, like the, the more experienced Jedis were kind of like wizards and mages and stuff. And you had all those classes, stuff like that. So when you play, so it to me, it elevated the the role the RPG genre where it instantly made Final Fantasy outdated. Like I can't after I played because with them they just kept it kept elevated. It went from Nice Old Republic to eventually to Mass Effect. You know, where Mass Effect to me is like the greatest role playing game ever made. And once you play Mass Effect, you can't play Final Fantasy. They're two completely different games. It just feels archaic. It feels like you're playing a an Atari game after that, you know. So now they're reworking it and they're going to make it like modernized stuff like that. But we'll see. I, all I know is that the graphics look fucking amazing on Final Fantasy. But we'll see if it can match to anything that Bioware is doing like Mass Effect. But what I wanted to talk about was uh, a specific character that has been remade in these movies. And it's uh, Tifa Lockhart. Now, for those that played Final Fantasy 20 years ago, Tifa Lockhart was basically this... Uh, you know, they all had bad graphics back then. So you couldn't really tell. But apparently, the the box she's supposed to have like huge breasts, huge tits, something like that. So, but apparently, <laughs> when they remaking the game, people always imagine in their head what she would look like with realistic graphics. But back then, it was just all blocky and shit. You know, like like a uh, Lara Croft. You know, she had like some triangle titties. 
you know, it was like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we imagine pyramid, pyramid boobs, right? <laughs> so you imagine when they remake it, oh, you just imagine she's gonna be the hottest thing ever, so like that, just 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 boobs like like watermelons and basketballs and shit, you know? Nope, they toned her down. She had a breast reduction, and now people are freaking mm-hmm. the fuck out. <laughs> Give me my tits. We want tits. Like, really, dude, calm down. That's what you're complaining about in this game. Are you gonna boycott because of tits? If that's the reason, I don't know, man. You have bigger <laughs> problems than that, you know. So it even got too bad that the people that made the game had to come out with an official statement and explain what they get. Like, no, her tits aren't smaller. She's just wearing a sports bra. <laughs> so I guess that. Oh, I think I heard some shit about that. Yeah, that's the thing. And you you can see like she had like an undershirt under her, you know, tank top and stuff like that. So, but people just make it a big deal over this and stuff like that. They did the same thing with Laura Croft. Okay, so she had those triangle titties back in 1996, whatever like that. But when they remade her, she wasn't just, you know, a, a Playboy bunny or an Instagram model and shit like that. She looked like a normal, regular chick. Looked like a normal, regular chick that, you know, athletic and moves around stuff like that. She can't move around and jump from ledge to ledge, you know, huge tits bouncing in her face and shit. You know, she has to have yeah. an athletic build. And it's the same way with this karate chick they have in Final Fantasy, you know. Smack it down with the boobs or something. I- like. I think I just saw, yeah, a Jenna Marbles video where she was talking about that, where the dudes are complaining about chicks with no tits, and so well, she's wearing a sports bra. Right. Sports bra. She's yeah, it's Jenna Marbles. So, so she's like, yeah, sports bra makes you makes a girl look like she's a twelve year old boy, you know. <laughs> but if you you know put on a regular bra, then then she's got tits, and you know when chicks want to work out and shit, they don't want their tits slapping them in the face and flying around and flopping all over the place while they're trying to work out and shit. Right. <laughs> I don't know why this is such a hard concept to understand. They, they want, they, Final Fantasy fans want huge tits no matter what. So, I don't know. I feel yeah. like this is the stupidest thing to complain about. I only talk about it because I thought it was kind of funny. You know? So, it's always something to complain about. I don't know. Uh, no other video game news to talk about. I think that's pretty much it. Hopefully, next week there will be some Steam sales popping. Oh, let me talk about one more thing. Uh, NBA 2K, NBA 2K. Like I said, the NBA Finals just passed. Uh, United States didn't win. Uh, Canada won for some reason. So I guess they're going to see the Prime Minister instead of the White House. I guess it's good for them. But the reason I'm going to talk about NBA 2K is because they had a sale last week where they sold the game, which is the newest version of NBA 2K, for $3. You know, $3 you can pick up the game, and that was it. I should have told everybody about it. If you missed the sale, sorry. I should have gave you a heads up on it, but oh, well, whatever. So, but here's the reason people are pissed. Because the version that they bought, every time there's a loading screen, it's an advertisement for something else. So apparently they they sold the game for $3, but the game is just loaded with just advertisement of shoes and all kind of bullshit. And so they kind of got over on people. I don't know. So it's kind of like one of those free-to-play games, but you're still paying for it, stuff like that. Uh, that's all we got for that. Can we move on to the, to the, to the comic book section now? Sure. This actually, I'm actually excited to talk about the comic book section on this one. This is actually the first time I've been really excited to talk about it because it's a book that I just want to just really shit on. And I, and I think you do also. <laughs> are you eager? Are I'm, you going to drop a load? <laughs> I, I'm eager to just, because this one I've been dreading the entire time. I'm like, now, this is the book that we've actually been talking about. Like, If you listen to our very, very first episode of Comic Book Bullies, I talked about how much I would hate for this book to even come to existence. It's a Superman book written by Frank Miller, drawn by John Romita, which, like I said, this was whenever the first episode was. I heard it was a thing, and I even made a YouTube video saying, don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it. And here we are. They did it. The son of a bitch, they did it. 
So the book and you the, hate John Romita Jr. No. I hate John Romita Jr. as an artist. I'm pretty sure he's a cool guy, but man, he, <laughs> his art sucks. <laughs> This guy is ass. Why do they keep giving him work, man? But it's, I can say the thing about Frank Miller. Why do they keep giving him work? So you're going to take two people who, who you know, I can't stand working on Superman, who they both hate, probably, and they're going to make this book. So <laughs> let me just, let me start from the beginning. Let me, I'm, getting, I'm already getting worked up before I should be getting worked up. Okay. Superman, year one by yes. Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. <laughs> yes. Go. What Eli said. Go. Okay. DC, black label. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even worse. Let's make a black label book with Superman. You know, fuck Vertigo. Rest in peace, Vertigo. That's dead. Well, let's just make this. So, oh, what can I say about this book? Okay. I'm going to just run through this book as fast as possible. Basically, Frank Miller and wrote a sucks. small bill episode. Basically, he wrote a small bill episode. Uh, but his. Are twist- you, I, hey, no, 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 no. You're shitting on Smallville by saying that. Okay, I'm not shitting on Smallville because I do like some parts of Smallville, but it's Smallville with a twist because it's a it's a bad episode of Smallville. I'll put it like that. <laughs> okay, so basically, Superman. Well, it's not even Superman. It's Clark Kent. Superman actually shows up. It's Clark Kent in Smallville. You know the same stuff you like. He gets beat up by bully. Where he gets harassed by bullies. His friends get harassed by bullies. His fans get beat up by bullies. Uh, all of his, you know, people of color friends in there get called racial slurs and stuff like that. They get beat up. They get uh, their thermoses peed into with a drink. Uh, I'm like yawning while you're just fucking talking. About- <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's Frank Miller. What you expect? Like I said, it's it's Smallville. And the worst part about it, where it comes to a head, is that Lana Lang almost gets gang raped by the bullies that's when it just you know Clark just says it's gone too far so then he decides to beat the shit out of him you know when I didn't beat him up where he breaks their arms and stuff like that you know just like that so anyway end of the book he's tell, he's talking to Park Kent he's telling Park Kent school's almost over with I want to go see the world I'm going to do what you said I need to find out what this planet can do I need to go sight stuff like that and the place that I need to start in the water you're like oh so you're going to do good for mankind and all this stuff like that he's like yeah I'm going to join the navy they're like, wait, what? Yes, I'm gonna enlist in the military. Okay, like, okay, I didn't see that coming at all. So, apparently, the next issue, Superman's going to not only join the Navy but become a Navy SEAL and meet Aquaman. I would imagine <laughs> so. I don't see how he would not meet. Aquaman. Like, it makes more sense for Aquaman to be a Navy SEAL. Why is Superman becoming a Navy SEAL? Like, they even went to the Navy SEAL, you know, to ask them permission to use them in the book. You know, and they gave them permission for some reason. So. Yeah, that's that's what you want from a Superman story from Frank Miller. Exactly what you expected. You get racial slurs and gang rape in a Superman story. That's that's what you get. I don't know why DC loves giving their stories to people that hate Superman. First Zack Snyder, then they <laughs> take it from the guy who Zack Snyder learned this dumb shit from, Frank Miller. Like, because for one thing, let's just talk about Frank Miller for a second. Now, Frank Miller made some of the greatest stories when I was 12 and 14. But Frank Miller seems like, I, I feel like maybe I've outgrown him or something because he's still writing the same adolescent type stories. Because let's, let's look at Frank Miller for a second. Like, all his stories, not just the ones now, but back then. And this is the guy you got to write to, man. First off, he, he's sexist. He's xenophobic. Yeah, if you read the Holy Terror story, there's no arguing about that, you know. Uh, he's... He's sexist. I think I probably already said that. Uh, he's racist, and like I said, <laughs> you already said that. <laughs> I already said that. Okay. <laughs> and, and he's worse, sexist. Yeah. 
<laughs> and worst of all, he hates Superman. And so you're going to get the guy who purposely turned Superman into a butt monkey just so Batman could beat the shit out of him. You're going to give him the guy to write his story? What do you expect? Of course they're going to make a story where Superman hypnotizes his parents so they can take him in. And his friends get called racial slurs. And his girl almost gets gang raped by bullies he should have beat up in the first page and stuff like that. Because he doesn't like Superman to begin with. Ain't no telling where the hell he's going to go with Superman making him join the military. I'm almost scared to see where okay. that story could go. No, you see, here's the thing. What you just said makes me interested in this story. What the fuck, I would man? love to see. I would love to see an asshole, racist, sexist Superman on DC Black Label. But that ain't this shit either. This is just a boring piece of shit where nothing fucking happens. It's really nothing happens. <laughs> Nothing fucking happened for how many 70 pages and it just kept going on and on and on and every panel had like Bible scriptures worth the fucking words and right. it just kept going on and on. I stopped reading this like twice right? because I was getting so bored and then I pick it up again. I'm like, holy shit, is this still not done? Like what the fuck? Like what's the plot of this story? What and, is the plot? And here's the, here's the fucked up part there, about it. There is none. There is none. It just goes into random shit. I thought it was supposed to be year one. It's like, like it's, it's like, like we was a year baby. first five years, yeah, ten years, how graduating high school. Years. Like what the fuck? Like when he did the Batman Year One story, it had a structure to it. Like each like so often panels, like it was like January, February, March the seventh, April the something so like it was a year. You know when he came in. This yeah. is just random shit. that's just everything's popping up. It is. It's just random shit that doesn't lead to anything. Like, and I kept thinking, like, what is he trying to say? What is Fr I like? I know Frank Miller doesn't like Superman. What is he trying to say with this story? Right. That he's a boring piece of shit because that's basically all I got. Is like, <laughs> I'm like, kept thinking. I'm like, okay, is he? Is he like? Because I noticed like his dad is. It, his dad just found him. Not the both. Not both parents. Right. And his dad, dad keeps like. But it, but it looked like he hypnotized yeah, his dad to take him in. That's the thing. And he's heavy or whatever. Oh, this baby's heavy. Or that's like the only new thing. <laughs> oh, and, and he saw Krypton blow up. Like before, he was such a, a young baby, he didn't see it. But this time, he remembers yeah. his parents and remembers stuff like that. You know. Like what is? I, I was thinking there's going to be some new spin where it's 2019. Some Frank Miller's, you know, asshole take on Superman. Let's let's see where this goes. And there really wasn't anything. I'm like, okay, is there some sort of toxic masculinity thing because his dad keeps telling oh don't listen to your mom but that doesn't go anywhere right and then there's this thing with the you know yeah the bullies and, uh, and i was like okay every time i kept thinking like okay what's he trying to say it didn't go anywhere it never went anywhere and i was like i just like fuck it who i don't care anymore <laughs> I need to, and the thing with the stuff he's telling, like we like Superman's origin has been rebooted so many fucking times that yeah. nothing he's really said has hasn't been done before. He's saying shit that's yeah, already been that's, done, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, what is it? Is, what is there some new take? What is he trying to say? Why? What's the purpose of the story? Right. To give us some new take, Frank Miller's asshole vision of Superman, and that's not even there. I mean, he's just yeah. It was just frustrating. I found it very frustrating reading this motherfucker, you know. Plus, it was fucking how much? Ten bucks for this goddamn thing? I paid seven. I mean, I was, yeah, but still. Yeah, 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 still, still seven, nine, yeah. yeah, I'm like, shit, I, I, I don't know what's pissed me off more, that it was eight bucks or that I 
forced myself to fucking read it because I spent eight bucks. Then you had that ugly got more ass pissed. John Romita drawing and shit. <laughs> that made it even worse. It's like it's like the visual representation of chalk. I'm um, like nails on a chalkboard. You know, in my and eyes. There was no cli- yeah, there was no climax. It's like oh. The bullies. There's some shit with the bullies. This is gonna be where the story picks up, and this is where it's gonna be. That this is the point of the story. But no, that happens, and then they go to Lana. Lana almost gets raped, and oh, that's that. Is that gonna lead someone? No, he flies, and then then he goes and plays football. And right, and it's just it's a just quick like, little thing about it. he doesn't even learn anything about football. Like like okay, he played football in the 1980s. Break. Like you want all my listeners, if you if you want to read a good Superman origin story, go read Man of Steel. In like 1986, he plays football in that one, and and his dad tells him, "Don't waste your time playing football. You could do better stuff playing football." But in this version, he's playing football. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else happens to it. He doesn't learn anything from it. There's no reason why he doesn't play football. He denies it when he's in the army, the navy, or whatever. You know. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like there was like no point to anything. It just random shit just kept going on and on and on. And then at the end of the book. He, yeah, he jumps on a bus to join the military. And I, like, that really? That's it? That's... <laughs> like, that was like, a fucking waste was, of time. It was. A waste of time and money. I'm, like, still pissed. I'm pissed. This book pissed me off. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that, that Lana gang rape is, like, a big controversial thing on there. We'll let Comic Cast talk about that, because I'm pretty sure they're going to have a long 30-minute thing about that. I don't really care. Uh, but, yeah, this this... This book was a fucking waste of time. It was a, I'm gonna say it's a bad Smallville episode. But I didn't like Smallville, but this really reminded me of Smallville. Like the whole, <laughs> I seen 10 years of that shit. I don't need this shit again. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was just like, this This is just a pile of shit. I mean, let's rate it. Let's rate Frank it. Miller. Yeah. Frank, <laughs> Frank Miller. I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. Right. I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say two out of five out of five. Because the only injury, I know you're going to go lower, but the only thing, because the, the Navy thing, okay, like, okay, he's joining the Navy. I don't know where that story is going to go, but at least it's something different, you know. Other than that, it was just the same bullshit we've always seen in every Superman origin story, you know. Just just not as, not as well told, you know. Uh, what, what you got? Zero out of five. Damn, not even <laughs> time for me. To- <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> you know what? I'm not in no. argue with it. When I'm you think go- about when you think about it, Frank Miller, John Romita Jr., DC Black Label, this should have been something. No, something. that's the thing. When I hear that, I'm thinking it's going to be bad to begin with. Like 2019 <sighs> Frank Miller, not 1989 Frank Miller. Like I expected <laughs> this shit to be bad. So. I expected like controversy. I expected some controversial, you know, Superman, you know, super, you know, little little Superman boys like. You know, ripping you expected kids' burn. hearts out. You thought yeah. you expected Brightburn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but, the, you know, you know, just the big, because of the big names and because they're trying to push this DC black label thing where and it's this, supposed to be edgy. Black label is a bust. That, this shit, yeah. like, what the fuck is the point of this? Yeah, this has no, there's, there's nothing in this book that, yeah, that warrants the big caliber shit that was behind it you know what i'm saying and it's just like fuck yeah i just like i said i got done reading it well i i i stopped reading this twice like i i got bored twice reading this book and when i finally got done with it i was like that's it i don't care i do not care i'm not buying the second issue i don't give a shit 
<laughs> and I was just mad about the first. So, so yeah, this is a zero. That's the first time. I think the first time any one of us gave zero. But you know what? I'm not even going to argue with your score on it. I yeah. promise you I'm not. I mean, I try to look for the good in everything. Yeah, I'm usually lenient. I'll usually, hey, I don't give a fuck about X-Men, but hey, Dark Phoenix was all right. You know what I mean? I try to find the goodness and shit. This just made me mad. This just <laughs> pissed me off. Fuck this book. <laughs> <laughs> and this, that's the rating we give it. Two middle fingers up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you review something next. You can go whatever. Uh, don't do well, Guardians. Why, well, why we're shitting on books... <laughs> It's more fun shitting on books than it is praising them. Well, I was shitting on books. Let's go with Captain America number 11. Let's talk about it. Let's go for it. Come on, Coates. Oh, are we talking about Coates again? Let's go. We, we just hey, watched don't Coates. don't go too hard on him. He's trying to get me my 40 acres in the mule, Eli. So you take hey, I, yeah, and that's cool. Because if you guys get your 40 acres in the mule, now that means us natives might get our fucking hey, treaty. Hey, we're opening, we're opening the door. So our treaty, yeah. So our, take your easy yeah. Them. Yeah, we got it. We got to, you know, our, our, you know, our inheritance is our connection. <laughs> right. so don't, don't shit on him too bad, you know. Yeah, your reparations might mean our treaties might be honored. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go go forward with shit on this book. <laughs> so yeah, so after seeing Coach just drop mad jewels this week, right? He comes and drops this pile of shit in Captain America. <laughs> 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 oh man. So, Daughters of Liberty is supposed to help Captain America break out of jail. Okay. And they don't. He does it himself. What the, what the, <laughs> the whole book is just Captain America fighting his way out of prison while the Daughters of Liberty are basically on monitors assisting him somehow. But they didn't need. Like, and that's it. But they didn't need like five or six of them to do that shit, though. No, and it, and yeah, no, nothing happened. Yeah, it's just basically Captain America fighting his way out of prison. And it cuts back and forth to the Daughters of Liberty, like, okay, the target is about to be acquired, and blah, 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 blah. And it even says on the cover, uh, free Captain America, a job for the Daughters of Liberty. And, right, and they don't do shit. Bigger, like, they don't, don't do even, shit. It's not even on the post. It's just, like, them, you know. Yeah. It's like, they don't do nothing. So... Yeah, finally some action happens, and I don't care. <laughs> this book is primarily just a lot of fighting, Look, which is what I've been complaining about. Like Coates is getting back into his uh, his wordy, you know, lecture writing again, all that shit, which you know the last few issues, you know, and then finally something, some action happens, but it's not, you know, this whole tease of the daughter of liberty. They don't, they don't do anything. They wow. just sit back and Echo, you know, me, you know, because I'm native. I was hoping Echo was going to. I don't even think she's in this book. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, if she, well, she wouldn't did anything anyway, but I guess it was just Misty yeah. Knight on comms she, the whole time walking them through like the, the, the Misty girl. Misty Knight, Mockingbird. Yeah, that's about it. They're just, yeah. It's, yeah. Nothing really happens. I was like, damn, man. Well, that sucks. I, I, I might be dropping this. I might. Number 12. If number 12 don't have it, it, don't, don't wow me. I'm probably dropping this book. You know, I gave him a year. It started out strong. Now we're just now it's dragging because oh. they teased the daughter of liberty. How many how many issues ago? Three, four, five months ago. Right. Making they were gonna do something, then they do yeah. nothing. And they finally show up and don't do shit. <laughs> so 
two out of five. Damn. I'm back to my lenience. Well, yeah, you get you you a little less hard on them than you were on the Superman book, but I understand it. I understand it. Because, yeah, so, like I said, Coach's gonna give me my reparations, and it's gonna lead to a few. So we gotta at least give him a two. You can't give him a zero. Yeah, I'll, this is a. I was yeah, really disappointed though. Really oh, disappointed. Okay. So. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, let, all right. Now it's time to uplift our spirits. Hopefully. Uh, Guardians, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy right. 6. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, I really enjoyed this book. I'm going to talk about it. Basically, what's happening in this one. Uh, this is the last arc of uh, the first story. What is it? Final Gauntlet or something? I can't remember. Something. Uh, something like that, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, what happened is the Dark Guardians and the Good Guardians all join forces to become the, the Guardians, you know. Star-Lord said, yeah, we tried to kill each other for the last four or five books, stuff like that, but we got to team up together because Hela has uh, basically found a way to resurrect Thanos, so all of us got to team up and we got to go take down uh, Hela. So they put their hands on Lockjaw. Lockjaw takes them nowhere because nowhere is where they're resurrecting Thanos. Star Fox is going to put, because they, they brought back Thanos' body, but Thanos' mind is locked into his you know brother Star Fox, and Star Fox is going to transfer his mind from him whatever so the guardians show up the first thing they do is take hell out of play uh moon dragon does some drag moon dragon shit knocks off the, knocks off nowhere so they can have time to fight you got gladiator and you got nova and you got better rebuild the heavy hitters taking on the black one and stuff like that beating shit out of people uh star lord fights cosmic ghost rider because you know hella has possessed him the last fight he fights him but he's like why don't you fight back why aren't you doing something but in the middle of a fighting uh cosmic ghost rider just like crumbles you know just falls to pieces and then we next panel we see him falling to hell and he looks up and he's like and he sees johnny blaze you know the johnny blaze ghostwriting and he's like uh frank castle welcome to hell some shit like that now for those who don't know why johnny blaze is in is in hell it's happens happened in the i think the Donny cates run of dr strange that he wrote uh basically happened johnny blaze went to hell kicked the devil's ass and took it over and he's been ruling hell ever since. That's why you haven't seen Johnny Blaze in, in any of the Marvel comics lately. So that's what he's been. Oh, where's I going at? Okay. And they're supposed to race. Oh yeah, they're probably just gonna yeah his Mustang or oh, his uh, Dodge Charger, and yeah, I think he still got the you know his crash rocket, whatever you know. All uh, right, so anyway, we're back in nowhere. Star, Star Fox is uh, transferring his consciousness to Thanos's shell of a body. Gamora is about to kill Star Fox, and and. Peter Quill is trying to tell her, like, you can't kill Starfire because we spent the last four or five issues trying to stop these guys from killing you. If you kill him, you just kind of undermine everything we're doing. You're like, that's what you don't get. If I was in their position, I would have killed me too. And then she just stabs the shit out of her uncle, Star Fox, and then he's bleeding out on the ground, and that's pretty much it. So they stop the transfer, <clears throat> but Thanos is back alive, but since he doesn't have his full brain, he's, like, walking around like the Incredible Hulk and shit like that, like, Thanos smash, you know, shit like that. <laughs> uh, Hilla comes back to nowhere. She grabs her portable black hole gun she's about to blast the guardians beta ray bill have it the you know throw stormbreaker because he's the original owner of stormbreaker throw stormbreaker at the bullet that she was about to shoot at them the bullet bounces off trajectory goes right into thanos chest uh the guardians all grab lock jaws lock jaws uh you know head with like that teleport out of nowhere and then the whole nowhere <laughs> turns yeah, I'm, I know I'm fucking up a whole bunch of shit <laughs> and and nowhere goes into a black hole Everybody's gone, and the Guardians is looking at stuff like that. So at the end of the book, the Guardians are all drinking at some, you know, other planet bar, stuff like that. And Peter Quill thinking everybody is all good, like all the Dark Guardians and Guardians are all going to be one big team. Like we can all, it's a big team now. We'll all be Guardians, and they're just looking like, no, nah, the fuck, we not Guardians. Gladiator's like, uh, I'm not a Guardian. 
I'm got to run. Uh, Empire to run. I'm out of here. Nova's like, I'm out of here. Uh, Nebula's like, well, I guess I'll stay on. And Gamora's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're not a guardian. So <laughs> she leaves. Uh, who else leaves? Somebody else leaves. Whoever. Oh. Anyway, you just got those folks left. So basically, the folks that were at the beginning of the first issue are still the guardians now. So no, they, wouldn't, they didn't add any other members. And then somebody just yells out, but what about Rocket? And that's how the book ends. And then the next page is, what about Rocket? You know, and that's it. So apparently some big things happen. Rocket's going to be the next arc. So overall, pretty good conclusion to the first arc of this story. Uh, Case is killing it. I didn't read his Silver Surfer Black, you know, or any other story. I did. Uh, you did. I, did. I know you did. Uh, but overall, I'm, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I mean, it could have been a more epic conclusion. But I mean, how much more epic can you get from, you know, the Guardians taking on the Black Order and all his hordes and Hela and all this bullshit and Ghost Rider going to hell and stuff like that. So I'm going to give it four to five. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Four to five. This was fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, after I this, I just it. needed a palate cleanser from the Superman bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, I, that's all I got. I'll let you go after that. So. All right. I got uh, Miles Morales, number seven. Cool, cool, so, cool. This, so this is uh, Day in the Life. You just basically go through... All these different characters that are connected to Miles Morales' life. You got uh, uh, you got uh, Uncle Aaron. You know, find out what he's been doing. He's uh, he's been um, he, he's been cleared by Mayor Fisk of okay. all and criminal charges. Problem, you know. So yeah, so he's uh, living in a cool ass apartment. He's still in contact with Miles and shit. You know, Miles like you ain't still doing dirty, you know, dirt, are you? It's like, no, man, I'm clean and all that shit. And you just kind of go through their relationship, how he, you know, uh, how about about he, Miles gives Aaron hope and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Bombshell and basically him, her and Miles uh, fight fight some shit on the street. These giant like robot drones on the street and just there she's got the hots for him. Then we go to uh, Aaron or uh, Miles' mom. You know, her a day in her life as she goes, she's working, and then they have a family dinner and reveal that she's pregnant. So Miles is going to be a big brother. Yeah, so yeah, they're they, they going to have a baby. Miles is going to have a little baby uh, brother or sister or whatever. Spider baby, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go, then we see Miles, and Miles gets attacked by some weird robot warping thing, and he gets kidnapped, and that's to be continued. So... You know, fun little Spider-Man book. You know, I'm digging the Miles Morales Spider-Man book. Uh, this is a four out of five for me. So. Cool, cool, okay. cool, cool. I like how we got all the bullshit books out the way first and then got to the better ones. Yeah. And then other than that, I mean, the other, the other book I guess I could... That was Jughead the Hunger versus Vampironica number two. Um, Vampironica. This is just continuing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Veronica is now a vampire. Okay, because at first they're in different universes. Vampirella, and I thought you were talking about that. No, Vampironica. Gotcha. Okay. Veronica Lodge. Yeah, she, her whole family are vampires, but their universes are crossing. So Jughead the Hung, Jughead is a werewolf in one universe. Uh, Veronica is a vampire in another universe, but somehow the portals are opened and they are now in one world. Um, so it's basically vampires versus werewolves. Um, Funny little thing I thought was kind of interesting, you know, me being native. There's, I guess, back in the the olden days, the French in Indian War was fought with werewolves and vampires. So, Wait, what? <laughs> I that was, yeah, yeah. So vampires have been trying to take over the world for like centuries. Okay. And then, uh, of course, uh, Jughead's uh, Jughead's ancestors were werewolves. The first werewolves to come over to this country were Jughead's ancestors. 
So wow. yeah, there was a, there <laughs> so was a, like cowboys and Indians and stuff. Yeah. So wow. the French and Indian War, there's this pretty cool panel of this big, huge battle. You know, the French and Indian War, there's like vampires and werewolves, you know, attacking, you know, the, the natives and the colonial, you know, armada and shit. So pretty cool. I'm fu- I, I find it fun. You know, I, I, I like this Archie horror line. I'm really digging this, um, especially the Jughead the Hunger book. I, I really dig that. That's my favorite. So, yeah, this is a four out of five for me. A lot of fun. Uh, this book, I picked this random. Now, have you ever heard of Amigo Comics? Amigo? Yeah. Some uh-huh. new indie label out of Spain, I guess. Kind of weird. Spain. Spain. I just randomly picked this up. It looked kind of cool. So I picked it up. It's called Gargantuan. Okay. Created by Colleen Douglas and Luis Cernowski. Colors by Renato Stevanato. Um, but it's basically this FBI agent who happens to be a Native American. Um, I thought that was kind of weird, but she, it's basically this, um, she's on the, on the, she's tracking down this like fugitive who, uh, turns out he somehow raised this giant kaiju monster. Hmm. So, and it, the kaiju monster gets released and starts fucking up the earth. And um, anything it comes comes in contact with, all the humans start reverting back to like cavemen and shit. So it's this weird post-apocalyptic kaiju wasteland, and she's tracking it down. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, it just caught me off guard that she just happens to be Native American. It's like, whoa! Yeah, so you didn't know that at all when you picked the book up? No, I just saw this, you know, this giant monster, just like a insectoid beast rummaging through a city with this chick with a gun, hmm. you know, on the cover. And I'm like, well, it looks, it looks like a... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then I'm like sitting there reading it. I'm reading it, and, you know, her narration, she's going, oh, uh, oh my uncle never wanted me to join the FBI. She, he was hoping me I would, like, become chairwoman of the reservation or something like that. And I'm like, whoa, what? Really? Just <laughs> <laughs> random. So I went and tried to... Ch- yeah, I'm trying to try. He's like, who the fuck wrote this? And I guess it's some European broad named Colleen Douglas. Oh, so, gotcha. okay. So, so I'm like, okay, that just, I just found that interesting. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, it's a pretty cool story. You know, she's walking around fighting these like cavemen, cannibal people while tracking down this giant monster that's fucking up the world. You know, so. Okay. Gargantuan. Give it a four out of five. Nice. You okay. Know, just so we- ran, just a, a random. Random book off the shelf. Okay. I just thought. So we started cool. ending them with better books up in the long. So I'm glad we got the bullshit out the way first. Yeah. Let's not be too negative. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shoot. Anything else on the list? Or? That's all I got. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, several minutes in last week. Hopefully, we made back up for it. Uh, oh, we didn't even plug. We did the Batman commentary. That's right. Check Happy out the anniversary, commentary. Batman. Batman. 40th or oh, 30th 30th yeah 30th anniversary you're making them too old than we is so now the thing <laughs> is we know that there was something going around about june the 19th however june the 19th was just the one theater premiere of batman but dc fully recognized the 23rd because right now batman 89 is actually trending on twitter it's like type thing on twitter right now so we released the commentary out there really interesting really awesome we love bob the goon that's what you need to know 
We're not gonna praise <laughs> it because yeah, because we we love that movie. If you want to hear the stuff we got to say for the movie, go listen to it. We got the link up. Uh, right on this, like we're right back to back. We're making up for what we did last week, and it seemed like we we're working in overtime mm-hmm. because next week, knock on wood, both of us may be available for Comic Cast, so we can have this table ladders and chairs match, and we will take over their podcast. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and AKA David will take over the comic book bullies, and yeah, <laughs> we're coming mean. after you next, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan, we're coming after you. I'm not gonna finish that. <laughs> you'd have to know. You'd have to watch the clip to know what he's saying. But uh. Okay, yeah, that's it. Uh, glad to be back. We're going to keep going. And next week we have some more shit. But until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Drums, please. <laughs>
You just finished wiping your car down It's time to cruise So you go to the summertime Hang out, it looks like a car show Everybody come looking real fine Fresh from the barbershop Applied in the beauty salon Every moment fronting and maxing Chilling in the car They spend all day waxing Leaning to the side But you can't speed through Two miles an hour So everybody sees you There's an air of love And of happiness And this is the Fresh Prince's New definition of summer madness Summer, summer. 